Pastors Larry and Tiz Huck welcome you to another Larry Huck Ministries podcast. We pray this teaching will fill you with God's wisdom, anointing, and revelation knowledge. Thank you for your prayers and faithful support. Yesterday, I was asked to open up in prayer in downtown Dallas for a rally uh, for President Trump. And so I thought, you know, I want to make sure that I say the right thing and not get off on uh, moving in the Holy Spirit and binding the devil and binding the devil. Hmm. Uh, That's a coincidence. But, uh, and so... um, Paula White called me uh, uh, early in the morning and, and we talked about things that were happening in the political circle and things. And she did say this. She said, 100% fact is that we won the, the, the election. Whether or not we're going to win is in the hands of God, so we need to pray. Because there's a lot of shenanigans going on and lawsuits and, and we don't even want to know about it. But... They asked me to open up in prayer. And so I asked God to give me a prayer. And so here's all these people there. And I opened up and I said, listen, I want us to come together in prayer. Because the Bible says that we are more than conquerors. But we're only more than conquerors when we use the weapons of our warfare. And one of the greatest weapons we have is the right to come before the throne of God in prayer. And I said, let's not come together and pray as Republicans or as Democrats. Let's pray as Americans and as children of Almighty God. And so then I opened up in prayer. And I want to give it to you today. Heavenly Father, we thank you today that we have the privilege to come before your throne. It is a throne of grace and mercy. But it's also a throne of truth honor, and integrity. America is the greatest nation in the world, and we are reminded today why our nation is so great. It is great because we have always been, and we always will be, one nation under God. And that is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that every blessing we have, Lord, remind us, always comes from you. We know that your heart, Father, is heavy seeing the division among the people of our country. Division of hate, violence, dishonesty. All these things we know are a spirit of evil that can only be healed by your grace, by your love, and by the prayers and repentance of your people. As you tell us in your word, if my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive them of their sins and I will heal their land. Father, never before in our lives have we needed you more to do just this. We plead, please heal our land. Help us right now, O Lord, as a nation and as individuals to put aside all malice, hatred, violence, and to come together for a greater good. Once again, a nation that is only under you. Remind every one of us the words you said in Proverbs, that you who are a loving, patient, merciful, compassionate God tells us that there are six things that you hate and the seventh is an abomination to you. Pride, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that deceives wicked plans, feet that run quickly to do evil, false witnesses who pour out lies, and the last one, the one you call an abomination, are those who stir up conflict and division in our communities. Lord, you said, if my people would humble themselves and pray, and that is what we are doing right now, all over this great nation and all over the world. But you also called for us not only to pray, 
but to repent. And Lord, we do that also right now. We repent for not speaking up louder when the shedding of innocent blood of millions of unborn babies were taken. We repent. We repent for not speaking up louder or taking action when evil rose up to remove prayer from our schools and God from our government. Father, we repent. We repent for becoming a nation in so many ways that a lying tongue is accepted, that false witness, whether in those desiring to lead our country or even the news media, has become not only accepted, but the normal. Father, we repent. We repent that so many encourage conflict and division, which has led to violence in our streets and in our cities. For that, Father, we repent. Lord, you said if we repent, as we do before you today, right now, you would come and heal our land. Please, Father, come now and bring the healing power that can only come from you upon us at this moment. Almighty God, you're the God of your word, and we believe. Uh, uh, Almighty God, you're the God of your word, and we all, whether black, white, brown, young, old, male, female, we are made in your image. So let us also be a nation of people who are of our word, a nation of honesty and integrity. We ask you, Lord, number one, to silence every tongue that brings about lies, to reverse every wicked plan against this nation and against our president, to make this election and every election one of honesty, integrity, and transparency in every way, in every state, and in every city. We ask you to halt the flood that is drowning our country of all those who rush to evil, both in action and in words, through lies and deceit. And Father, we ask you to bring an end to division in all areas and remind us what you promised. Where there is unity, Almighty God will command his blessing there. Lord, we know none of this division comes from you, for it is evil that comes as you told us Evil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Kill, steal, and destroy from an unborn child to the destruction of this great nation. You tell us in your holy word, blessed be the peacemaker. So today we pray for you, Lord, to bless our president, President Donald Trump, as we are reminded of all the promises he made and all the promises he has kept. Truly, he has made America great again, but he has also brought great blessings to the whole world and especially to the people and the nation of Israel. Who would have thought, Lord, we would see what we are seeing right now? Israel and many Arab nations literally joining together to turn their swords into plowshares. Peace in the Middle East, a miracle of God and the leader you gave us. You said, I will bless those who bless Israel. President Trump has led our nation and the nations around the world to bless our Jewish brothers and sisters all over the globe and in the land that you promised to give to them, the land of Israel. May God bless America. May God bless President Trump. And may God bless all of us. Amen. Amen. To my dear friend, Pastor Larry Huck, from here, just outside of Jerusalem and in the Judean hills, I send you blessings to you, to Pastor Tiz, and to your entire family and to everyone at New Beginnings. On this exciting occasion of your 70th birthday, I bless you and wish you a happy birthday from me, on behalf of Karen Ayesod, and from all of Israel and the Jewish people. Thank you for all that you do to help fulfill biblical prophecy and strengthening Israel helping the weaker members of society, including Holocaust survivors, and all that you do to assist in bringing new olim, new immigrants back to Israel to their ancestral homeland. Pastor Larry, the sages teach us in the ethics of our fathers, Pirkei Avot, that at 70, one reaches the age of the fullness of years, Seva Tova. 
we find many significant references to 70 in the Torah. One of those ideas hints at the mission to bring each of the 70 nations of the world to recognition of God. And this is exactly what you've dedicated your life to, Pastor Larry. So on this wonderful occasion of your 70th, I bless you and wish you that you should continue to go from strength to strength. Happy birthday, Pastor Larry. Yom Huledet Sameach. Happy birthday, Pastor Larry. Happy birthday, man of God. You're catching up to me. 70. <laughs> 70 and what a blessing you are to the kingdom of God. We celebrate your birthday, your life, and 35 years of ministry. You are a tremendous gift to the body of Christ and we are so thankful for your friendship, for all the great things you've done in ministry. But we tell you the half has not been told. You've got great days ahead of you. God bless you. God bless. Have a great day. Hey, Pastor Larry, Muzzletoe from Jerusalem. We're so excited to celebrate your 70th birthday. All the Reinstein clan is here, and we're very excited to say Mazaltov. Uh, it's a little bittersweet for me because you're in better shape at 70 than I am at 43, but it's giving me a lot of uh, initiative to try to get into better shape. Uh, you've done so much for the state of Israel, Pastor Larry, and uh, we just are so appreciative of what you've done. And I think that when you look at someone who's 70, you think about what, what are the things that they've been able to accomplish. And, you know, a lot of people know that you're very smart and you're very charismatic, but being smart is something you can be born with. And being charismatic, you can learn. I think what really sets you apart from other leaders around the world is your courage. You have the courage to do what's right. You have the courage to stand with Israel. And you've encouraged to be unwavering in your support for the God of Israel and the people of Israel. So I just want to say thank you from Jerusalem. We love you and can't wait to have you at our home uh, as soon as this whole corona lockdown ends um, next year in Jerusalem. Larry Hook. 70 years old. I remember 70. It was great, man. That was good. And, uh, and, and it'll, you'll just keep being good. And I say this, no, not just happy birthday, that doesn't do it. Marvelous birthday, thrilling birthday, the greatest you've ever known in all of your life. You're strong in the Lord and the power of His might. And this, that strength that has sustained you all these years has grown stronger and stronger, particularly over in the area of revelation from heaven. You're a powerful man, sir. And we're glad, we're very, very glad. The kingdom of God is very, very glad. Jesus is very, very glad that you were born into this earth. And we're thrilled that you got born again. I'm not going into that. You're a real hero, sir. And I'm, I'm thankful for your life. Happy birthday, Larry. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Pastor Larry, this is a Marvin and Sharon Allison from Charlotte. Uh, we're just here to wish you a blessed and happy 70th birthday. I don't know what Tiz is doing to take care of you, but I hope I look as good as you when I'm 70 years old. What I can tell you is as we think about our time in Dallas, we believe in the depths of our heart that one of the reasons God placed us there was to meet you, Pastor Tiz, and all the wonderful people in that ministry. And we have lifelong friends and we're grateful to that. And every opportunity we get, which is most Sundays, we watch you all on stream and yes, we sweetie. wish that we were there. So once again, we love you. We love the church family. We thank you for getting the word out in the way that you do it. And we are praying for your strength and we're praying for your longevity. So one, two, three, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Pastor Larry. Larry, happy birthday. I've been told that the rumor has it that this is your 70th birthday. I can't believe you are seven years old. You look much younger and your heart is much younger. But in the Lord, it says we're renewed all the time. So uh, uh, 70, well, as you, of course, know, that's a great number because 70 is the number for the people of Israel, uh, the year of restoration, the year of breakthrough, the year of freedom, the year of liberation, the year of of uh, the fulfillment of God's purposes and entering the promises of God. So I pray that all for you. And so uh, let me pray for you, uh, just a, a birthday blessing from, from here to you. Father, just ask your blessing on my uh, friend, Larry, Father, uh, Lord. We ask, Father, as, as this year in the Bible is a year of all these things, blessings and restorations and uh, fulfillments, and your promises, Lord, and freedom, I ask all these things be upon 
the life of your servant. Father, bless his ministry, bless the works of his hands. Uh, Lord, bless all you have ahead for him. B'Shem Yeshua HaMashiach, in the name of Jesus the Messiah, Or HaOlam, the light of the world, Uchvod Yisrael, the glory of Israel, B'Roeh HaTov, and our good shepherd. Happy birthday. God bless you, my friend, now and always. Shalom. We're delighted to be included in wishing Pastor Larry a happy 70th birthday. And we are more than happy. We wish we could actually be there in person uh, to participate and to give you guys a big hug. Uh, we are such enormous enthusiasts of your holy work. And more than that, on a personal level, uh, the friendship that we have enjoyed with you so many years uh, is something we deeply, deeply cherish. And uh, all I can say is that, Pastor Larry, you know we both share the same attitude towards retirement. That's just not an option. And all I can say is that going forward from this birthday, this redemptive moment, I'm quite sure that the work you will do for God's people is in every way more important, more impactful, and more worthy of God's grace than everything you have done to date. The best is still ahead, and in many ways, the hardest and the toughest. There's a lot of difficult work that lies ahead of you still, but we know that you're just about getting to the age where you're up to it, and you're gonna be able to handle it all very well, along with Pastor Tiz at your side, and with your loving family spread at your feet. Happy birthday, much joy and much happiness. What a joy, what a delight, what an honor it is to wish Pastor Larry Huck birthday greetings. An amazing 70 years young. Pastor Huck, you are in the midst of the greatest season of life releasing so much that God has deposited in you to a brand new generation. And only eternity will tell the multiplied thousands of souls brought into the kingdom of God and of his Christ because of your faithfulness to God's call on your life. But I gotta assure you of this, nothing you have done nothing you are doing is as great as what you're just about to do for the kingdom. Your very best days, they are straight ahead. And it's my joy again to wish you happy 70th birthday. Pastor Larry Huck, my dear friend and my golfing buddy, I cannot believe that you have reached the milestone of 70. You don't look like it, you don't act like it, and you don't talk like it. That's incredible, Joni. <laughs> That's right. I mean, they 70 is the new 50. That's what we're saying. But we love the Hug family. What great miracles God has done in your life and in your ministry as you celebrate 70 years. And so, Happy birthday. We love you. And here's a special greeting from the Daystar Singers and Band. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Pastor Larry. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Pastor Larry. Happy birthday. Take you back, do 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 do. Take you back, take you back, do 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 do. Take you back. Well, Lawrence Allen, yep, that's your pastor Larry's full name, Lawrence Allen. And he knew when I said Lawrence Allen that I meant business. I'm his mom, Larry grew up in the city of St. Louis, Missouri. We're the south side of St. Louis. He was a typical normal kid, healthy, 
was into a lot of sports and everything, had lots of friends. And after Cleveland, he went on to Southeast Missouri State College, which is in Cape Dorado, Missouri. Had lots of friends there, and he played football. He made a lot of friends down there, but one friend down there that he could have well done without were drugs. I said, don't know where it came from, why he got into it, but he did. And it was very hard to think of him as doing drugs. When he graduated from college, he and a couple other friends decided they were going west. And doing the drugs, I thought, I'll never see this son of mine again. I asked God to take care of him. And God said, don't, don't worry, Mom, I will. Now come along with me in the footsteps of Jesus, and I'll show you why they do. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John. That's right, Ina. God did hear your prayers. And in 1975, he brought Larry out of all that turmoil, strife, addiction, and violence out to Flagstaff, Arizona. He put him right in the path of a young Hispanic man named Bill Trujillo. Bill invited Larry to go to church that night. And as Larry sat there in that service and watched a movie called Gospel Road, the Lord touched him deeply in his heart and saved his soul and delivered him off of all drugs, alcohol, and violence in his life. He was transformed forever. He always says that he was running from the long arm of the law, but really he was running right into the strong arms of the Lord. Six months later, I moved from Montana to Flagstaff to go to college and ended up in that same little church as Larry. That night, I gave my life to the Lord, and exactly one year later, Larry and I got married. We both jumped right into ministry. And then, in 1978, we had our first baby girl, Anna. The best things in life are the ones that you made for. A love you can't pay for. God put a dream in the hearts of Larry and I, a dream to touch as many lives as we could with the love and power of God. What the Lord had done for us, we had a deep passion to see him do for others. Saddle up your horses. So in 1979, we were launched out of Flagstaff, Arizona into Santa Fe, New Mexico to pioneer a new church. We took a little storefront building, Henry's Market and Liquors, and we turned it into a house of God. Within three years, we saw over 6,000 young people give their lives to the Lord. Street kids, gang members, moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas, and in a city divided by race and color, we saw Hispanics, African-Americans, Native Americans, and even a few Caucasians come together in a beautiful blend to celebrate the love of God. Then in 1981, we had our second baby, our baby boy, Lucas John Huck.
After a few years, we felt the Lord deal with our hearts to pick up our family and move overseas to Pioneer Church in Adelaide, South Australia. I'm gone. At that time, in 1983, Australia was a melting pot of hundreds of nationalities, races, and cultures, but it was very racially divided. We knew that God had called us to break down these barriers and to reach out to people from every nation. In Adelaide, we saw thousands of people saved and set free by the power of God. We had over 42 nationalities and interpreted every one of our services into 12 different languages. In a country known for racial division, we brought together the nations of the world through the love and power of God and God's people. After about three years, we came back to the States and pioneered a new church in Spokane, Washington. Well, I'm pressing on. But in less than a year, we knew that God was calling us back to Australia when we read a statistic that 10,000 heroin addicts walk the streets of Melbourne, Australia every day. So we packed up our family again and we moved to Melbourne. To the higher calling of my Lord. Can't nobody do me like We started having church in a little dance hall where they'd have beer parties every Saturday night. Larry and I and the kids would go in early Sunday morning, mop up the beer, clean up the mess, and set up church. God amazed us once again as hundreds of people came in to hear about a God who loved and cared about them and could change their life forever. Revival also hit our own family, too, as Katie was born in Melbourne. Our three kids were growing up as little Aussies. Also out of Australia, we were able to do Salvation Miracle Crusades in the Philippines, Guam, New Guinea, New Zealand, and so many other nations where we saw thousands of people touched by God's salvation, healing, and deliverance. Once again, we made it our mission to break the strongholds of racism, discrimination, and walls that divide. But after about three years, we returned to the U.S. to start a new church in Portland, Oregon. We started out in a little storefront in Oregon City, but after about a year, we broke away from the organization that we've been with, and we moved into the city of Portland and started over again. The Portland Church burst into incredible growth. Over 17 years, we saw thousands of people from every background and culture serve God together and demonstrate to the world the love, unity, and power of God's family. Our mission was to build a multiracial and multicultural church where everyone was welcome and could serve God together. Our motto was no matter where you come from, no matter who you are, Jesus has a new beginning for you. Over 17 years, we saw thousands of lives from every background and culture transformed by the power of God and the love of God's people. We created hundreds of ministries from overcomers to our leadership training school to business men and women's fellowships. We raised up thousands of leaders and reached into the community to touch people's lives with the power of God. We bought property and we built a wonderful building to accommodate the amazing growth that God was giving us. We also began doing an annual pastoral leadership conference. We brought in pastors from all over the nation and all over the world to be renewed, refreshed, and re-equipped to reach their cities for Jesus Christ. This was an amazing success. 
and people were united from all the nations of the world and brought together in unity and the power and the love of God. Also during those years, we launched our first TV program that has grown and reached millions around the world in every nation to this very day. But after about 17 years, God began stirring our hearts again that he had something new for Larry and I and our family. Little did we know that as God was dealing with us to give up everything and start over, that he was preparing our destiny right here in Dallas, Texas. He was preparing thousands of people hungry for the power of God, hungry for curses to be broken in their lives, families, and finances, and hungry to connect with their Jewish roots. We had no idea that on the other side of our yes were all of you, the people for our life. God has absolutely amazed us in this city over these last 15 years. We've seen thousands come to be set free, restored, addictions broken, miraculous healings in every service, and financial breakthrough. We've seen incredible restoration in so many lives, and we've seen God even outdo himself. Even after 70 years and 40 years of ministry, Larry, you still get up every morning asking God, what are you doing in the world today? And what do you want me to do to be a part of it? From bringing salvation to the lost, giving hope to the hopeless, breaking generational curses, to tearing down walls of racial and social division, to teaching God's people how to win and connecting the world to the Jewish roots of our faith. From Africa to Haiti, to the Dominican Republic, and even to Israel, the Lord continues to expand our ministry and influence around the globe. But out of all those things that you've accomplished over these years, I can say that your greatest accomplishment is our family. and demonstrated the power of one life devoted to God. It's been a proven fact that a leader teaches what he knows, but a true leader reproduces what he is. Someone once said that successful is the person who leaves the world better than they found it, who never fails to look for the best in others or to give the best of themselves. I can honestly say that you are that man of success. Cheers to 70 years of Tikkun Olam making the world a better place. And Larry, our best is yet to come. I love you. Happy birthday. Wow, Larry, what an incredible celebration of you. You know, I'm remembering when we used to, in 1977, when we used to drive up to Sholo, Arizona, and dream about pastoring our own church, a little town of a thousand people, and that was as big as our vision could go then. And we'd get up on the mountain, we'd get out of our little Datsun pickup, and We'd pray over cities and ask God if he could possibly use our lives to touch the world with his love. And that was as big as our dream could be at that time. But then each thing that God put before us, as we saw during this video, 
all the cities, the people, the projects, all the things that God would give us each step of the way. We didn't have that all at once in our head and our dream. We couldn't dream that big. But each thing that God gave us to do, we did it with our whole hearts. And we did the best job we could. And we knew that we were doing it for God and because we loved people. And that faithfulness that you have led us in all these years has brought us to this incredible, incredible place in life. And I can say honestly that there is no other person that I know in the whole world like you that has juggled all these things in life, ministry, outreach, all the projects that we've done, but at the same time, raised your family with love, commitment, and dedication. And there's a rabbi that quoted years ago and said, a greatest message that a man of God or a woman of God can bring to the world is his life. And I can honestly say, Larry, you've done that <laughs> for all these years with our family. We love you so much. We're so proud of you. And we're so happy to be on this incredible journey with you. And guess what? Our best is yet to come. I love you so much. Listen to the kids because they love you just as much. Happy birthday, Dad. It's your 70th birthday. We are so uh, excited to celebrate with you and we're so proud of you. You are the best dad and grandpa Saba that we could ever hope to have. Uh, you're never too busy for us. You're never too busy for the kids to hang out with them, to watch a movie with them, just to have them over. You're always buying them their favorite treats, making sure that your pantry is stocked with the best things that they love. Uh, there's so many things about you, Dad. Everyone's talking about something different, a different aspect uh, to celebrate about you. But one thing that I kind of wanted to focus on that I just always love about you and I always notice is that you treat people the same no matter who they are, no matter where you are. You are the same guy in the pulpit as you are, you know, in a meeting in Washington, D.C., as you are ordering a meal at a restaurant or checking into a flight at the airport. You're the same person, and you treat everyone that you interact with in the same way, the same regard. To me, that is so admirable. I love that about you. That's something that we, as your, your family, have learned from you, and... I hope that people say that about me too, that I take that into my everyday life. Um, you're just genuine. And anyone who knows you, who spends any time with you, says the same thing. Uh, and I just want to celebrate that one of many, many, many aspects about you that we admire and we love and we respect. Uh, happy 70th birthday. Your best is yet to come. We love you more than we could ever say. Mwah. Hey, what's up, Saba? It's me, your favorite son-in-law. Actually, I'm your only son-in-law, so I'm not sure what that means. Come on, Katie. But hey, enough of the shenanigans. I just want to say happy 70th birthday to you. You are the youngest, literally the youngest 70-year-old I have ever met. And that has to say a lot about your character, who you are. Let me explain. Ever since I've known you, you've never told me how to live my life, what to do. You never controlled me. You just allowed me to live my own life, be my own man, make my own decisions as a father, as a leader, as in my career. But what you did do is you led by example. I watched you over the years be a man of your word. You're the most loyal person that I know. You're the biggest giver that I know. Those things were not overlooked by me, Sava. I hope to instill those things, those very attributes of, of great character in my kids. And that's all because I've been watching you and I want to be more like you for real. So from my heart to your heart, uh, I just want to say I love you. I love you so much. And uh, you're going to be one of those guys that's a hundred and something years old riding on a horse, you know, wanting to shoot a rifle. I know that's you. You're always a glass is half full guy. I love that about you. So uh, may this day be amazing. And uh, your best is yet to come. Love you. Happy birthday, Saba. I can't believe you're seven years old. And honestly, I don't know any other grandpa or Saba who would want to spend 
so much time with us rather than you. Uh, you you're such a great grandpa to us. You always want to hang out with us. You're always selfless. You always give yourself to make us happy. Um, you take us to Disneyland, uh, Disney World, Cowboys games, and you're just such a great overall person to us. I just want to say that we love you and happy birthday. Happy 70th birthday, Saba. I can't believe you're 70. You look 50. And um, honestly, you're just such a great role model to everyone. You changed so many lives. You're super inspirational. And you're just so, you're just such a remarkable man. And uh, you're a leader of God. You're just a man of your word. And uh, you're someone to look up to, especially for all of us here. So happy birthday, Saba. Hey, Saba. It's me, your favorite grandchild and only granddaughter. And uh, <laughs> I just wanted to say happy 70th birthday. Uh, my favorite memory with you is probably feeding the donkeys. But seriously, um, I just love that you're always available and you always spend time with us and uh, you just always make time, no matter when, uh, for us. And that's what we love about you. And I just wanted to say happy 70th birthday. Dad, one of the things I love most about you and that I've seen consistent through our entire lives is how humble you are and how you always put everyone else before yourself whether you're hand feeding our kids that we take care of in Haiti or receiving an Israeli Lifetime Achievement Award. It's never about you. You always make an effort to make it about everyone else. Even when you do deserve all the recognition and all the credit, you always make an effort to give credit to the room, to the group. And I never hear an I or a me come out of your mouth. It's always a we and an us and it's the most humble approach and it's very humbling to see and it's something that I have always, always noticed about you, Dad. You are the most generous, caring, and giving person I've ever known and anyone who knows you knows this to be true. You would genuinely give the shirt off your back to anyone who needed it. You are the rock, the foundation of our family, and none of us would be who we are today if it wasn't for you. So I just wanted to say how much I love you and appreciate you, Dad, and I'm so excited to see all of the incredible things that you're gonna accomplish in your next 70 years. I love you, Dad. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Saba. There are so many amazing things to say about you. You are so fun, so funny, so adventurous. You are a light to our family. You are the Saba of all Sabas, and you are the best Saba to lie in, and we thank you for that. We thank you for being by our side when Lion was in the hospital. We thank you for being so loving and so kind to all of us. You are the joy, the light, and the sunshine to all of us. That's right, Dad. Wow. As you heard, your whole family wow. loves you. We're so proud of you, and we're so proud to be your children. You are our compass. You keep everybody around you pointing north. Your faith is so inspiring to everybody who's around you. You've shown the whole world, it doesn't matter where you come from, Jesus has a new beginning for you. And that's why we all want to tell you. Happy Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you.
think it's very difficult to follow something like that, Pastor, as you, as you can imagine, or say the things that's already been said. You know, uh, if I could say anything else, there's, a, there's at least a thousand other, tens of thousands of other people. If they had the opportunity, they'd be saying the exact same thing this morning. And so just from our, our staff, if some of the pastors want to make their way up, we're going to present something to Pastor, but um, they can make their way, Pastor Wanderson and, and Pastor Nancy and Pastor Ed and Cheryl, who flew in for this as well. Probably Brandon, uh, Lydia. Before we present, you know, I, I was saw the video and I knew that there's really not much else I could add or say to that. But so, you know, Susan and I were looking up some things with, you know, in the Bible. It said about seventy. And I was really shocked to see what, how much the, the 70 is mentioned in the Bible and uh, the profound meanings uh, that you, of course, we heard one earlier. But it says 70 has a sacred meaning in the Bible. It's made up of the factors of two perfect numbers, seven representing perfection and 10 representing the completeness of God's law and symbolizes perfect spiritual order. The Bible records that Jesus Christ gave at least 70 parables 
during his ministry. 70 years is viewed as a significance in the Jewish writings. The sages states that at 71 reaches the age of fullness, and it's always appropriate to mark that occasion, as we did today, by expressing the gratitude as we get today, and by having lived, for having lived, what the rabbis say and consider a full life. The reason is because anyone who has lived so many years and endured so many life experiences is considered wise, wise beyond their years, and deserving of respect and honor. Even if he's learned in the Torah or not, his understanding of life, mankind, and those around him make him so much greater of a man than that of a young man. The Bible tells us that even after the post-flood, the world was populated by 70 descendants of Noah. That's Genesis 10. The father of Abraham, Terah, was 70 years old when Abraham was born. Don't get any ideas on that, Pastor. We, we, we talk about that after, okay? Just don't do that. Okay. The nation of Israel began with 70 Hebrews who migrated to Egypt, Exodus chapter 1. Moses appointed 70 elders to be the governing body of Israel, Numbers chapter 11. Following the liberation and bondage of Egypt, the children of Israel camped at the oasis of 70 palm trees, Exodus 15. The Jews were liberated from captivity in Babylon after 70 years. God's plan of redemption for Israel and Jerusalem comprised of 70 weeks. And Jesus sent out 70 disciples to harvest the field of believers in Luke chapter 10. The Midrash calculates there are 70 biblical holy days in the solar calendar year. And the sages state that there are 70 faces of the Torah, 70 valid ways of understanding its meaning. And as the Torah is so profound and multifaceted, does the 70 judges of Israel represent the full understanding of Torah? 70 is the number representing completeness. Now, I'm not saying your life is completed. I'm just saying your life is completed for the first 70 years because you've got a long way to go before Jesus comes back. Amen. And we love you, Pastor. We thank you, and we honor you today. Pastor Scott. Amen. Let's give our pastor another big 70th happy birthday applause. Man, pastor, we go way back and we've come way forward. And I'm so proud to be your friend and I'm so happy you're my pastor. Um, We have a special award here. In case you were wondering, it's not shoes. It's some big feet. But uh, let me start by saying, Pastor, that uh, most people think about slowing down when they hit 70. But you seem to be speeding up. (laughs) And you know why? You know, I mean, think about this. It's because he's driven by a dynamic vision. Right? And it's motivating not just you and the family, it's motivating all of us. How many of you are motivated by this vision of the house? And it comes because way back when, however God did it, He put a deep sense of purpose in you, deeper than anyone that I've ever known in my whole life. And there's just being a part of new beginnings, it's like there's such a a sense of destiny. That's why we've stuck around for, it'll be 30 years. It's what makes you a great leader. You know, someone once said, many people die at 30, but they're not buried until they're 70. And what that means to me is that their vision died if they ever had it. Their sense of purpose died if they ever had it. They never had a sense of destiny. And it's through Pastor and Tiz, and look, all of us believe this so strongly. If that sense of purpose or destiny ever died in you and you don't feel that beating in your heart, you're in the right place because Jesus has a new beginning for you. 
I can't help but think of Moses. At 120 years old, the Bible says his vision never dimmed. And his energy was never diminished. We see that in you, Pastor. And we're drawn to that. And we're inspired by that. You know, Lydia and I, my wife Lydia, many of you know her more than me because I'm always behind the scenes. But we've had a front row seat for 30 years seeing this great man of God, this couple, this church, this family grow into something magnificent. Glory be to God. And I can't help but think it's, it's like that prayer of Jabez was answered. God, enlarge our territory. And pastor is the kind of lead. Let's climb the next mountain. And I'm going with him. Are you? Come on, somebody. When Lydia and I joined New Beginnings in 1991, our minds were blown. Because I had never heard the revelation of breaking generational curses. And I had never heard the revelation of the seven places Jesus shed his blood. These are worldwide, church-changing, life-changing revelations that God put in our leader, our pastor. But then a few years later, pastor went to Israel for the first time and came back and really blew our minds. We're going to study the Jewish roots. (laughs) Huh? But that revelation of Jewish roots has become the most important revelation worldwide because that is the sign Jesus is coming. I'm just glad I'm a part of that. So both you and Tiz, God has always used you as a powerful voice. And we saw it in the video. You guys more than anybody I've ever known, have broke down the walls of racial division and denomination division through the conference and other things that we've done. But 25 years ago when he put in you to break down the walls of anti-Semitism and the division between Jews and Christians, my gosh, What a vision, what a calling, what an anointing to tear down walls between Jews and Christians. You showed the world how to love Israel. Amen. And how to be a blessing to the Jewish people. And it's just like, it's just been this incredible journey. And I can't help but think of the prophet Jeremiah Johnson. You come far, pilgrim feels like far but think about this from a bible standpoint malachi said that god would send a messenger and that messenger would be sent to announce not just the first but the second coming and that messenger would come to turn the hearts of the children the christians back towards the hearts of the spiritual fathers the Jewish people. And I just am so thankful that I got a chance to hitch my wagon to a kid from inner city, South St. Louis, who God spoke to and called him out of all this incredible background of drugs and and all of the things that we've heard in pastor's testimony. But God chose this man And we have chosen, all of us have been following Pastor for, you know, decades now. He chose you because you have a spirit of Elijah. You're fearless. You're strong-minded. You have vision. You're courageous. And you've got an incredible spirit of faith that's being imparted to each and every one of us. Tiz, you said it earlier about the rabbi, right? A rabbi has only one sermon, and that's the way he lives his life. And so watching all of this and being part of all of this this morning just blows my mind. And we've seen it all, and it's for real, folks. This is authentic and genuine as it gets. And for me and my house and my friends and our church family, 
We love you, Pastor, and appreciate that so much. But let me say this last thing before we show you what's in the box. The doors, this whole teaching Pastor did on uh, reading the signs of God is telling us the door to this age is closing fast. Right? But there's still more work to be done. God didn't call you to new beginnings to sit on the sidelines. He called you to learn to be a prayer warrior, learn to be a cheerful giver, learn how to walk in love and walk in faith and walk with vision and purpose and destiny. And even though pastor's just now turning 70, how many of you agree with me that his best, our best, is yet to come. If you believe that, give the Lord a big praise for our pastor. And we want to honor you, pastor, with a special award from all of us. It's a Lifetime Achievement Award. And go ahead and get that, John, and just kind of show that and read what it says here. It says, presented to Pastor Larry Hupp, Lifetime Achievement in Service to God and Family in ministry. Happy 70th birthday, my pastor. Come up and receive your award. Come up, family. Give the Lord, give the Lord and pastor a big, big, big standing ovation. Wow. Testing. Am I on? Am I on? Can you hear me? I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, you know, you look at all you look at all the things, and and you go, "Wow, this is, this has been quite a journey." But you know, I'm we're the ones who get to get up behind the 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 spotlight. But I don't know if you noticed that little church we started in uh, Adelaide, Australia, and uh, Tiz and I were there we had uh, Anna and uh, we were so we were so lost what in the world are we doing here and I don't know if you noticed this little aboriginal lady Annie Betty black black aboriginal lady fingers gone uh, she was raised in a leper colony and the sweetest Christian woman you've ever met in your life. And I remember the first time she came in and she picked up Anna and began to take care of her. And she became Anna's grandmother. And that, she, ne- she never got the spotlight, but that help is what gave us the strength to do what God called us to do. And we could go through every church we've been in that, yeah, we, we get to stand up and teach, but it's all the people behind us lifting up our arms and encouraging us and making us feel good. I can remember when Scott and Lydia first came in. I don't know if Sasha's in the room, but you saw a picture of Sasha. She's just a little baby, and now Sasha has her baby. And uh, all the help that we've had throughout all the years. But I would say the number one thing is Tiz. Come on, Tiz. Because we started, we started our first church in Santa Fe, New Mexico. How pregnant were you? Very. <laughs> like seven months, eight months, yeah. nine months. And, you know, we, we didn't start any... We started in Henry's Liquor and Meat Market. My, my office was the beer cooler. I'm not joking. You know, those, remember those big doors, the big cooler doors? That was the door to my office. And uh, graffiti, plastic window, graffiti all carved in there. We went up there. You know, you didn't have any money or any worship team or anything. Tiz was the worship team. And nine months, eight months pregnant, we went out 
two weeks before we opened up and we passed out 10,000 flyers. And so I appreciate beyond words of y'all honoring me today. Uh, but I, I, beyond a shadow of a doubt, it's been my family, it's been my friends, it's, it's a team that always gets it done. It's a team that accomplishes it. And I'm going to tell you this. There is no word in Hebrew for retirement. I just told Tiz the other day, and not even thinking about turning 70, I said, I just have a feeling for the church there's a new door opening up. Something big is about to happen. And I want to thank you all for standing with us and being a part of this. And I really do believe, I really do believe the most exciting years of our lives are ahead of us. And it's about to get really, really good. So thank you so much. I appreciate it so very much. I, I, I really don't know what to say. Thank you all so much for standing with us and you know, especially in these last couple years, you guys have have supported our family and all that we've been dealing with. And honestly, your prayers, your love, and your kind words have lifted us and really done for our family what we talked about in the video of Larry doing for others. And so I had hoped in doing this video that you wouldn't receive it just only as a celebration of his life, but that you would be encouraged what God can do with your life by simply, simply surrendering and being faithful day by day. You know, that kind of dream, that doesn't happen overnight, but when God puts a vision in your heart and God puts a motivation in your heart, take it one step at a time. Be faithful one person at a time, and your mind will be blown, as Pastor Scott said, of what God can do with your life. God bless you guys, and happy birthday. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. I I appreciate it beyond words. I don't know know what else to say, but thank you so much. But we've got work to do. Let's get at it, and let's change the world. Our best is yet to come. Give the Lord a great big clap offering. Amen.